Well, it's that time of the year again. You know, when we set down our goals for the upcoming year and completely abandon them before February even rolls around. But what if you pick goals that align more with what you really wanted, with why you're motivated to do things in life, that overlap with how you love to spend your time? In this episode of Own Your Business, I share some aha moments I've had over the years, as well as some that my clients have had using a simple process that you can also use for your business and life. Big takeaways include how to set up the right environment to create your goals, a four-step process that lays out a roadmap to success, and why picking the right goal is more important than the action plan that follows. You'll also get some information on our new Shift Retreat, a strategic business workshop for wedding pros who want clarity. Own Your Business is a podcast for event professionals who want to grow with proven approaches. I'm Sam Jacobson, a sales, pricing, and copywriting expert in the wedding industry. Throughout my career, I've booked hundreds of events for millions in revenue. I've also led teams in premium and luxury markets. Now I coach people like you with my company, ID Action Consulting. It's not easy to run a business, especially if it's a business of one, because we aren't born knowing everything. Like you, I had experts who showed me the way when I was starting out and when I was ready to level up. I hope this podcast gives you the confidence to own your business. A few weeks ago, I was in St. Lucia to host our first shift retreat. I'd rented two big houses right on the water. We were hosting a five-night stay for half a dozen clients, and most of them brought their spouses. The goal for the retreat was to clarify what success meant for each attendee in the upcoming year, and then to create an action plan to make that happen. Now, I picked St. Lucia for a few different reasons. Probably most importantly, it was a ridiculously amazing house. I love planning travel, and I searched all over the Caribbean for the best, and this was it. It had six bedrooms, a massive pool, big gazebo right on the edge, views of the sunset, and it had full staff, including a houseman, a chef, a bartender, housekeepers. It even came with a captain who took us out on a water excursion. Now, it also had another six-bedroom house within walking distance, which we found out was actually a little bit longer of a walk than it was advertised and had a giant hill to climb up. It was a good thing that it was only me and Gretchen and Megan who had to make that walk. The second reason that we picked St. Lucia was because it was tropical. There's that feeling of being in a warm place with drinks that have umbrellas in it that make us relax. It created a really chill vibe around the house. There's a beach nearby. We went out on a boating excursion, did snorkeling, went to mud baths, hammocks to lay around in, day beds, and you could open the doors and let the cool breeze in. The third big reason why I picked St. Lucia was in a foreign country. We wanted to get the attendees out of the normal daily routine. We want to clear space in their minds and also create an opportunity to see things from a different perspective. New experiences create new ideas and ways of seeing things. We also wanted spouses to come along because shift retreats are about looking at ways your business can support a higher quality of life, not just how to make more money. And spouses are usually included in major business decisions anyways, and we wanted them there to create the kind of support and feedback that the attendees needed while doing a major planning session over several days. Now, the agenda was really simple for the retreat. We had four days, and each one of the days was devoted to a step and a four-step process that I use called IGOA, I-G-O-A. 
Now, I learned this for my executive coach, Laura, almost a decade ago. It's so simple and it works so well. The I stands for issues, G stands for goals, O for obstacles, and A for actions. So like I said, each day we spent focused on one letter. And it's important to go through this process fully because when you jump to action items, which is what a lot of us do, they may be misaligned with the goals or not address the real obstacles that are getting in the way. Remember, action plans are tactical solutions, but if you pick the wrong problems to solve, or worse, you're not even intentional about picking any problems to start solving in the first place, you're gonna end up spending so much time, energy, money, resources in areas that don't really matter that much. Let me give you a real example that came up from the retreat. So imagine us sitting around in an outdoor gazebo next to the pool, surrounded by palm trees. One of our attendees started out the retreat announcing that he wanted to scale his business. That's what he really wanted to do. And so he was looking for the retreat to give him the roadmap to make that happen. How could he grow his business? But on day two, when we were spending time digging into what his goals were, he realized that he didn't actually want to scale his business. That was an old goal that he had had for years and years. But now that he was in this great house, he was married, he's got a two-year-old, he realized that he was actually pretty happy with where he was, with the size of the company. He didn't want to grow it because he realized that that would take away from what it was he was experiencing outside of work. When we dug into why that was his old goal, scaling the business, we hit on the aha moment of the retreat for him. He was actually chasing other people's goals. He was chasing other people's goals, not his, others. He'd spent so much time listening to and learning from others in his field that he'd started to mimic the desires that those people have. He didn't realize it, but when he get advice on how to run our businesses for mentors and educators, throughout the wedding industry, this happens over and over and over again. We go to a conference or a workshop and we're listening to people talk on stage or people that we admire and these in-between conversations that happen on a bus or outside of the hall waiting for the session to open. And we hear what they have to say, the advice that they give us or the recommendations that they make or the stories that they tell about what they're doing to achieve success. And what they're doing, not intentionally, but subconsciously, is they're sharing with us how they can reach their goals, the one that they have for their business. But the question you have to ask yourself is, are those the same goals that I have? If I do those things, will it get me where I want to go? So when he had this breakthrough at the retreat, he wasn't the only one who recognized that they were chasing old goals and others' goals. Everybody had the same insight, and it changed everything for them. So what did this attendee spend the rest of his treat working towards? Not scaling his business. That wasn't the new goal. The new goal was how to spend more time with his family doing the things that he loved that had nothing to do with work. How could he get his business to support his life? The action plan that we created was focused not on scaling, but on how to create systems that other people could follow. 
and then how to hire the right people and train them to operate more of the company for him. Now, this is the same thing that I realized back in 2019. I've told this story before. I'm going to tell it again because it's so important and had such a huge impact on me. So Katie and I were on our way to Mexico. It was December and I was speaking at Engage. We just started the copywriting division of our company and Katie was the one who was leading that. We had done, I don't know, maybe a half dozen clients at that point. They were all just pocket clients that we had, people who were already doing coaching with me. And we had figured out how long things were taking for us to do the copywriting. Now we use a very, very thorough process. And what we found is that we were actually spending 25, 30 hours, maybe even more doing the research before we ever did any of the writing. And so when you added another 25, 30 hours worth of writing into it, we all of a sudden realized, okay, we're going to have to figure out how to plan this out well and make sure that we're not overloading Katie's schedule. Now, me being me, I decided I was going to figure out how many we could mathematically fit into a calendar year. But what I heard from Katie very clearly on the drive was that she didn't want to cram as many clients in as possible because work wasn't the reason why we moved from Dallas to San Juan Island. We had both been in the rat race. We'd been on the hamster wheel. We'd been grinding it out for two decades. We wanted out of that life. We wanted to spend more time with our kids. We wanted to enjoy hobbies. We wanted to work on our health. So I get down to Mexico and there I am sitting in the general session and Mike McCallowitz comes up and gives a keynote on his book, Profit First. Now, if you've heard Profit First or read it, you know that you basically start with how much money you want to make with your business and then add on your expenses. And then that becomes your revenue goal and you figure out a strategy for making that happen. Now, this is nothing new. I've, I've heard of this approach before. I, I use it myself and, and have for a long time. And it's a great way to run your business. But what I realized at that moment when I heard him talk was that it wasn't about profit and money that I was now focused on. And I had this conversation that Katie and I had just had the day before, two days before, in the back of my mind. It was time. Not money, but time. That was the profit that I needed to start with first. You see, I've been chasing old goals, just like the attendee who was at the retreat. I'd had it wired into my mind for so many years that I needed to make more money, achieve more success, book more clients. All of those things were old goals. And I had to set new goals if I was going to enter a new phase in my life. So I came up with five of them. One, help our clients reach their version of success. Two, be a thought leader in the wedding industry. Three, stop work by four o'clock every day so that I could hang with my kids when I got home from school. Four, travel 100 days a year. And that could be for work or for pleasure, but I want to be gone from the rock that I live on for at least 100 days a year. And then five, I want to make the minimum amount of money that I need to live life to the max. The minimum amount of money that I need to enjoy life to the max. Those are the new goals. Now, it's super important to set these goals and then work backwards from there to make sure you're in the right starting point and to make sure that you're charting a course that's going to get you there. 
James Clear, he talks about this in his excellent book, Atomic Habits. If you have not read it, I would fully recommend it. And he gives this example of being in a plane that's about to take off. It's on the runway in Los Angeles. So it's at LAX and it's headed to New York City. Now, if you took the nose of the plane and you turned it six and a half feet to the right, a little further south, it would not end up in New York City. It would end up in Washington, D.C. It's really important to make sure that the nose of your business is pointed in the right direction. Otherwise, you may end up in the wrong destination. Now, another great author that I love, Greg McEwen, he talks about this in his also excellent book called Essentialism. And like Atomic Habits, you should read it if you haven't. And if you have read it, I'd recommend rereading it. It only takes a few hours. In there, he talks about getting very, very clear on what you want and then eliminating everything that's not related to the priority. You all know that I love my wife. I admire her so much for so many different reasons. Katie is excellent at setting goals and then creating a plan to reach them. I learn so much from her. Around this time of the year, she sits down every new year to plan out the upcoming year. And her process is really cool. First, she starts by going through the past year's journals that she keeps, notes that she's kept, calendars that she's either written in or uses on her phone, photos even, vacations that we went on. She'll go through work, key performance indicators, and other resources. She's just collecting the data. She's just reviewing where have we been. Then she sets goals in key areas. First, she starts with things like spirituality and personal health, our family, friendships, things she wants to learn, and so many other areas. Then she starts with work goals. Finally, she works out a detailed plan and she makes room in her calendar to actually execute it. And this last step is super important and one that most people forget to do. This is the same approach that we took over the shift retreat, but we did it over four days. I hope that you take the time to do this for your business this year. It's not too late. You might not be as thorough as Katie is or spend four days like we did at the shift retreat, but please, please, please make sure that you are crystal clear on what you want, not just with your business, but with your life. Start with that first and make sure that it aligns with why you want it. If you are not internally motivated with what you're spending your time, energy, money resources on, then you're going to get burned out and you'll be unhappy all along the way. So do yourself a favor, mark some time on the calendar this week or next to get clear before you start your slow season efforts to make improvements for your business. Boom. That's it for this episode on own your business. If you've heard me on a stage or a workshop or someone else's podcast, you know, I have a hard time keeping it short, but I know you're busy. So thanks for spending time with me today. You have a ton of options for guides when it comes to getting you to where you want to go. I hope you found someone you can continue to trust. If you have a friend who could use practical strategies to own their business, please share this episode with them. If you can't think of anyone in particular, we'd settle for a quick review on whatever podcast platform you listen through. I've started to talk more about the shift retreat because I feel like it's exactly what so many wedding pros need in their businesses, in their lives. 
The best way to describe the shift retreat is that it's a mix between a corporate offsite strategy session and a luxury vacation. Each day, over four days, we spend three, four, maybe five hours planning, discussing in a small group. And we work through that IGOA process, issues, goals, obstacles, action. And then the rest of the time, it's for you to relax, to hang out with your spouse, to enjoy some me time, doing things that fulfill your energy. As solopreneurs or small business owners, we often work from home and it's easy to feel like we're doing it alone. That's why we're bringing people together from different fields and different levels of success from all over in different markets. Because what I know and what you'll find out is that you are more alike with other wedding pros than you might imagine. And that was one of the big things that attendees in St. Lucia said on the last day of the workshop. Each one thought that all of the other people who were attending would be more successful than them. But what they found out when everybody got there and started having conversations about their business were two important things. Number one, they all had the same big obstacles getting in the way. And it's usually themselves. And the second important thing is that they're all a lot closer to reaching the most meaningful goals they have in their lives. Now, everyone needs a plan with clear goals and a realistic path to reach them. And that's what we're doing with the shift retreat. The next ones we're hosting are in November and December of this year, 2023. This time, we're not going back to St. Lucia, but we're going to Costa Rica. This place called Las Catalinas, where Katie and I took our team for a company retreat a couple of months ago. Katie and I actually found this when I was in Costa Rica with her for my 40th birthday party. In fact, we put a deposit down on a venue because that's where we were to get married. We love this place that much. So it's this beach town on the Guanacaste Peninsula, and it's a collection of luxury homes directly on the beach, no cars allowed, just little pedestrian walkways. But it's got this really cool resort vibe. It's got a beach club with a few different pools and a bar. It's got restaurants and ocean activities right out your front door. The place that we're hosting the shift retreat is going to be within 50 feet of where the waves crash on the beach. The program includes four days of workshop style content built around small group discussions and journaling time. We'll have structured individual time with me, one-on-one -on -one attention for your business, and then after you get a 90 minute accountability session so that I can check in and call you to the carpet to see how you're doing a month or two after the retreat. It also includes a really cool boating excursion as well as daily yoga and other wellness activities. Well, we picked this great resort to go to because it's going to have a really cool hospitality experience. It's a five star beach town with great accommodations. We've rented beautiful houses, Everybody will have a great place to stay. All of the meals are provided throughout the entire stay, including bottomless beverages. We're also going to take care of all the transportation in Costa Rica. All you've got to do is get down to Liberia, and then we'll handle everything else after that. There's going to be beach activities at the property and tons of time to relax. We're limiting it to less than 20 attendees for each retreat. That's the only way you can get the one-on-one -on -one attention. So if you're interested, check the show notes for a link to the information page and sign up form or go straight to shiftbusinessretreat.com.
shiftbusinessretreat.com. That's shiftbusinessretreat.com. Bring your spouse. Invite a colleague to join you. It's so much more fun when you have friends there too. One of the attendees had this to say about the retreat. It's for people who want to change their life, not just their business. I hope you check out the opportunity to learn more about attending in November or December in Costa Rica.